We'll talk about it. We'll get it figured out. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the What the Fanboy show, podcast. Thing. Thing. <laughs> this thing we do. Uh, my name's Brett, and I'm here this week with my good friend, Tyler. What's up? What's up? And unfortunately, no Luke this week. He's not feeling well, so... He came back from Nepal. Yeah. <laughs> And if you want to know more details about his condition, you can just go look at his Twitter feed. Yeah, that is the place to be. Oh, speaking of Twitter feeds, there's our socials. Luke's still on there, even though he's not here. I'm in the middle still. Yeah, typically. Right here. (laughs) But uh, no, we hope Luke is feeling better. I'm sure he'll be in the chat or something. He said he would be. He better not be lying to us. give Give us a shout out when you get in the chat. But Everyone give us a shout-out when you get in the chat. Yes, please. Party in the chat. <clears throat> but anyways, it's been a week. It has been a week, hasn't it? I've actually done quite a bit this time around. Oh, good. So I'm going to let you kick it off. Um, do you see what's <laughs> on my notes? I see your notes. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to let you take it from there. Let me uh, let me think. Brainstorm some. Um, I didn't. So I didn't do a lot this week. Um, we did a lot of yard work. It was kind of a had the opportunity to because of the the wet soil we we got some rain last week so we <laughs> i uh dug and built a a uh a flower bed oh nice like along our whole front i don't know if you noticed that when you i didn't pulled up today. i wasn't even paying you'll have attention. to look when you leave okay so, I will. i'll check it out it's about mm, 60 big old bricks and mm, how your hands feel um, my hands aren't too bad. It was my shoulders just from the shoveling and like turning and over of the, yeah, of the soil. That's that's fair. It was a pain. I can imagine. But but you you good. survived it. I did. Did did you do any other like cool nerdy stuff? Mm, nerdy things. Did you watch any movies? Did I watch a movie this week? Oh, I I watched something on Netflix. Did you watch the Ted Bundy movie? I did watch the Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, I did um, not. I want to, but I didn't. That is very interesting. I. So it's a little more entertaining than a documentary, mm-hmm. but not as ob- obviously way more fictionalized than right. a documentary. Right. So it's kind of it kind of inhabits this weird, like, middle ground of how much is true. I mean, the facts of what happened are you know obviously very accurate, but you get to see a little bit more of a fictional fictionalization of his thoughts um and his personality in that hmm. so how does zach efron do he does a really good job really yep yeah it's good to hear. i was pretty convinced uh that he he did a great job good like nailed it because i've i've watched a couple of documentaries on ted bone ted bundy so i thought he did a good job that's awesome is that it is that all you got um i watched something else on netflix it was it, they have a new like comedy sketch Show? show um what let me just pull it up is there like good quick. comedians in it that's the thing it's Uh-oh. it's got some <laughs> not stand-up comedy he'll find it i believe in him i don't believe in myself whispering probably sounds horrible on microphones i'm sorry Everyone hates you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope they do. <laughs> I, I, de- I deserve it. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Our stream preview is not working. Oh, no. I can go check that out here in a second. I hope it's not broken. I think you should what leave on Earth? With, Tim, oh. with Tim Robinson. 
What on um, earth is that little thing? So Tim Robinson is the guy who's in like all of the sketches. You probably like seen him on TV shows. Oh, I'm sure. Like guest starring. Um, and it's okay. They've got a few like really funny episodes, but the majority of them are just kind of like, eh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I, feel about I don't this. know how I feel about this. It, I would say watch like two episodes and if it's for you if you enjoyed like the first two episodes you'll probably enjoy the whole series okay um, is it pretty short let's see I can't remember how many there were cause cause they do it's not like oh you watched the first two I watched the I actually did finish the third one so there's five okay in the first series and I've watched oh, the, really I've watched short. the first three so I'll yeah they're, to, each of them are like 15 minutes each I'll have to check that out so yeah. Very and nice. And that's about it. I started, not that anyone cares, I started She-Ra mm-hmm. season two, and that picked up pretty much exactly where the first season left off. It kind of has that um, The Dragon Prince season two feel where it's like, this was turned around really quickly. It's in good hands. Right. Um, so I'm, I have a, hopeful for the rest of season two i've just seen the first episode basically so and it's kind of what it dana asked me about that i think she's considering watching it i don't really know yeah she's not a big fan of animated stuff but who knows we'll see yeah i will report back on that but i i knocked out a lot of stuff this week good so i'm gonna talk about it go quick um first thing i just did this before this episode tonight I'm looking out the window to see if it's storming yet. Um, <laughs> right. I watched Seven, which I had never seen before, um, or S-E-7-E-N, whichever. I don't know. Seven. Seven. Yeah. I watched that. Fantastic movie. Um, <laughs> that's there. I didn't know if you meant to put it up sooner. I did. Well, I meant to put it up now. <laughs> <laughs> um, fantastic movie. Great. You go check out that preview. Great script. Um, all the performances are really good. I was blown away by how great that movie was. I have nothing but good things to say about it. Unfortunately, I can't call it a booyah because <laughs> it's probably not for everybody because there's a lot of language and things of that nature. Uh, but really good. Totally recommend if you're older, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, Seven is great. I agree, Battle Hub. It's a very uh, it's a very mature movie. It is. It is. It's an adult movie. It's but an it's, adult movie. It's so good. I love um, detective kind of movies. So that was just it was a fun a fun ride. Um, I also, jeez, I bought Sonic Mania for my Switch. Sorry, I was drawing a blank. Um, <laughs> because of the Sonic trailer, it made me want to play Sonic. I used to play Sonic a lot as a kid, so it's been fun diving back into that. Although that game's really hard. Like, it's pretty challenging. It's super frustrating. Yeah. Um, also, I've been playing Yoshi's Crafted World a little bit with Dana. She's super far compared to me, so she just has left me in the dust. I know what's in the box now, <laughs> Battle Hub. I know what's in the box. What's in the box? That was a great, great scene. Um, I also played a ton of Call of Duty this weekend. Um, the new operation starts tomorrow, Tuesday, if you're listening it will have started Tuesday if you're listening later this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've made a lot of really good quality of life updates to the game. I know people hate 
people hate Treyarch for what they've done with using a free-to-play model on a $60 game. I get it. But if you're not spending the money on their transactions, it doesn't <laughs> hurt. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, it doesn't hurt me. So right, I really right. enjoy it. I really like what they're doing with it. I like the new updates to Blackout, and I think the map is um, really evolving in the best way possible. I'm excited to try out the new operation. And then I also kept playing some Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That game is phenomenal. That game is so good. I'm just blown away. I couldn't believe that it was nominated for Game of the Year, but now that I've played it, absolutely. I see exactly why. The game is huge, but it doesn't ever feel too big. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got to do one of the wars, or I, the war battles where it's 150 versus 150. That was really cool. You have to just run around the battlefield and try not to get destroyed by 20 people at a time. Uh, really fun. And then the bounty system, which they had in Origins, is super funny. I was taking over a base or like killing everybody in this base, and three of the bounty hunters showed up in one place. Oh my so gosh. I was like running from bounty hunters <laughs> for 20 minutes. It was pretty wild. Um, but the game's really good. I would highly recommend that to anyone interested. Uh, pick it up on a sale, play the crap out of it. You will not be disappointed. I need to. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed since Black Flag, maybe. Which a lot of people really like that one, and I never could get into it. Yeah. I thought, I think I liked it because it was so different. I really got burned out by the time Brotherhood. Brotherhood? Brotherhood was. Came around, came around. Was that the third one of the Ezio? Like, that was, was the second. Okay, the so Ezio. it was the third Ezio one. Revelations. Revelations that kind of really burned like me one. out. And so then I took a little break, hopped back on for Black Flag, was like, this is very different and a breath of fresh air for me. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. And then I heard, was Unity the next one that had like a ton of like... Ton of glitches. Facial problems. And yeah. then I just kind of stayed away. So maybe Odyssey would be fun to hop back on. I think, it, I think it's worth it. They've they've definitely entered the realm of full-blown RPG mm-hmm. um, with dialogue choices, with skill trees, which are in Origins as well. Yeah. Um, you can choose your gender in this one, which I think is also really cool. Um, but I, I really like it. Um, Brotherhood, like you mentioned, Brotherhood's probably arguably one of the best ones i think two is the best assassin's creed oh yeah assassin's creed two Two. i think is the best one yeah i remember liking brotherhood a lot that but that's when they started introducing some of those mini games Mm -hmm. and i think that by the time revelations really took it too far for me with those mini games and Yeah. yeah i would agree but uh other than that, I've really just been I've been listening to a lot of like movie scores and soundtracks. Oh, yes. Um, right now, the, the one that I can't stop listening to is Shazam. That one's really good. I don't know if you've listened to it. I haven't. It's it's good. I think Shazam has one of the best themes of all the superheroes. All right, I'll put it on my to do so list. It's so good. It's like <laughs> it just feels good. You know what I mean? Like the movie's a feel good movie. Yeah. The soundtrack's the same. Yeah. But that's about it. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it really isn't. No, I think that's, I mean, depends on the complete amount of... Uh, <laughs> I also um, played a softball I, tournament, got sunburnt, things like that, but yeah, you can yeah, see Yeah, you it. are sunburned. A little red. A little bit. Not too bad. A little bit. Okay, well, Luke, what'd you do? No one knows. What? <laughs> no one knows because he's not here. And Luke. don't write a book in chat, Luke. You can report back next week. <laughs> Very true. About what you did. We will be here. Um, let's hop real quick into the... News? News. Crime wave. Water. 
and wet. Is water wet? Other is that how that works? Dude, let's not well, go down that path. Wait. No one knows. I don't want to go down that path because I don't know. <laughs> it, it changes day to day. Yeah. I, I never know what to say to, like, to that question. Depends My favorite. On if it's in a gaseous form or a uh, ga- gas, 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 gaseous, gaseous form or, gaseous. or frozen form. <sighs> Stop wet. it. Frozen water is not wet. Is it? If it melts, that a seems bit. like a good uh, fan box question that maybe no we should come back to at the end of the show. Oh, <laughs> yes, Battle Hub, I have heard the soundtrack for Into the Spider Verse. It is very awesome. very good. It is awesome. Different kind of soundtrack though. Okay, we do have some news this week. Not we a do. lot. Not a ton. Um, and we're actually going to kind of spend some of our news stories into actual topics we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but the first and probably the biggest one industry-wise, in terms of like people moving, um, Amy Pascal is a, a producer at Sony. She's actually an executive at Sony. Mm-hmm. She is leaving Sony to go to Universal. Um, Universal mm-hmm. did not have has not had a good couple years. No. Um, they tried to start up the Dark Universe. Mm-hmm. What else have they done? I think they Recently. they are Mission Impossible, right? I thought that was Paramount. Shoot, that is Paramount. Um, but that's interesting. So Amy Pascal has been super transparent about this whole Spider-Man, Disney, Marvel, mm-hmm. Sony thing. And now that she's leaving, I wonder if th- anything changes for that. Like, is the Venom universe thing they're working on still going to happen? Yeah. Because there could be higher-ups that think that's really stupid. Which I agree, it's really stupid to make a Venom universe, but or a Spider-Man universe without Spider-Man. Maybe, right. Maybe somebody else will realize that and they won't do it. Um, but I don't know. It, it's interesting when you see stuff like that happen. I I wonder what made her want to go. My guess Money? is that Universal. They they have so they've got a few blockbusters, right? They've got the Furious. The Fast and Furious franchise. Mm, they they have the Jurassic franchise. Um, and then they have a bunch of like animated and more children, young audience um, mm. films. And I'm wondering if maybe they're trying to find something that's a little more in the middle. I wonder, like a PG-13 franchise? Like another PG, a big PG-13 franchise. We, we, we saw her do that even just this last year. She was a lead producer on Venom. That was not... Mm-hmm. That was a movie that she took and like really led the charge on. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you like it, it certainly made money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It did. And and audience members loved it. Yeah. It has a really big following. I wonder. Well, I guess she's part of Into the Spider Verse as well. Yep. It's part, yep. Part um, of Into the so Spider-verse. it's not all bad. I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm trashing her. And but Homecoming. I mean, Far From Home. She'll be a part of. I think. I think. They're bringing probably her in to find a franchise, to, to build a franchise off of something. I wonder what it could be. I tried to think of what, like, untapped superhero universes are there, because that's the thing right now. And I don't know how f- soon she's going to be able to start on it. Um, right. She has said that um, she's going to complete, stay on board with Sony and complete the project she's currently really engaged in. Hmm. Um, Do we know what that is? So, new Spider-Verse, Venom 2, Craven the Hunter, are probably the biggest ones. I don't know, again, as a producer, how... Is she know. on Morbius? I don't think so. Because that's part of the Spider-Man thing. 
Mortal Engines is about to get 10 sequels. If they're animated, I'm here for it. <laughs> I would watch that. I would I would love a actually I'd love a Mortal Engines show. Like an animated uh four or five season show. What kind of animation? Mm. Like Pixar animation or are we talking no, like No, 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 like Netflix animation. Okay. I could see it. You're not, not you're not gonna spend Pixar money on right. a Mortal Engines movie. Right. <laughs> what did Love, Death, and Robots cost? That's a good question. They could do it like that. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. But uh, no, that's interesting. I hope she does well over there. I hope they find a franchise that works and they can put out quality movies. I mm-hmm. mean, because the better movies they put out, the more enjoyment I'm gonna get out of them. Exactly. So Worse for me. Exactly. What's up next on the docket? Next on our news list, Ron Howard is apparently pitching to get a Willow sequel series sequel series for Disney Plus. If you don't know, Willow is a 1988 film that George Lucas produced. Isn't Val Kilmer in that? Yes. It was directed by Ron Howard, starring uh, Warwick Davis. This was right after Star Wars. Everyone was super hyped. It was like, George Lucas is going to come in and reinvent the fantasy <laughs> genre. genre. And it just it it flopped hard. Um, and it actually has a pretty kind of a big cult following. I was gonna now. say it has a huge cult following. Um, I could see this happening as actually like a little sequel series that they throw six episodes at or something. Throw fifty million dollars at and probably not. Probably <laughs> the fact that you're just like yeah, like they'll just throw fifty million dollars. I don't know what's a what's a what's a Disney Plus TV show gonna cost. Um. Fifty million might get you the cast of one of their <laughs> right <laughs> Marvel ones, but no, I don't know. I I've never seen Willow. Admittedly, I don't I don't know anything about it other than Val Kilmer's in it. It has been a long time. I need to revisit it. Um, I would say it's like kind of kind of charming if I remember it right, and like I don't know. It didn't really make sense at the time, but again, I was what probably under the age of 10 when i first saw it so we should watch it we should maybe we should do a commentary maybe on we it. should That'd be drink fun. and watch it. yes a drinking commentary i think that sounds like a great plan uh tell you want to take this next news story oh my it's a uh, big one it is a big one there's this movie i don't know if you guys have heard about it it's called avengers endgame what um came out what two weeks ago now this is its yeah. third week in theaters it has now crossed the $2 billion mark in two weeks. Yep. Which is absolute insanity. Um, yeah. It's crazy. It's going to break the record, right? I mean, yes. we have to assume. How far off is it by now? Other like than... A couple hundred million? Uh, oh, Lepke has Willow on DVD. Oh, Lepke. <laughs> Mail that to us, or we'll <laughs> or come down. up or come up and watch it with us. What am I typing in? Uh, the record for Ava- what is Avatar's record of it, money? I, uh, Money's stuff. Money's. Um, yeah, Avengers is gonna break the record for highest grossing film of all time. Pretty awesome. Um, I do want to shout out Seabull for his really funny tweet that he had put out about Avatar. Um, he said, "Let's not forget that." It only took Avatar one movie to hit this record, <laughs> and it took Marvel twenty two 
don't get it twisted or something like that. I thought mm-hmm. that was really funny, Siebel. Kudos to you for that. Um, also, that's true, but this movie is better than Avatar, in my opinion. I don't like Avatar. I'll say it. You find it yet? I'm running out of things to say. I know. You're close. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's got to be like super close. What kind of article is this doesn't have it? I don't know. Anyways, it's going to break the record. It will. It will you're going to be alive to see it if you're listening to this. That's really cool. I cannot believe it's making so much money still. It made like over, what was it, like 180 this weekend? Mm-hmm. It that had is a, insane. It had an insane second weekend. That is just wild. What do you got next? I don't know. I'm still looking up. I'm just getting ads popping up now. Okay. Ads are important, kind <laughs> of. Something like that. Um, my next topic kind of takes us into a whole discussion. So do we want to do – do you have any other – Our next small, two are discussions, yeah, I guess. Yeah, our small – do you have any other quick news bites? Ghost Recon is announcing their next game on May 9th. Yep. Um, and they currently are running something with John Bernthal on Ghost Recon Wildlands at the moment. I don't – I've never played it. It It's always looked interesting to me. I tried to play the beta and it didn't work. So I never bought it. I was just like, yeah, screw this. Yeah. <laughs> the beta doesn't work at all. Like, I don't think I'm going to play their game. But, um, <clears throat> no, I, it's interesting. I can't believe Ghost Recon is still a thing. Right. After Future Soldier. I know people that like rough. that game, but that game was horrible. That was rough. But, uh, yeah, it's I've interesting. I've been impressed that they've, they've continued with it, like, yeah. to stick with it. So. It's kind of amazing. And if if you've ever wondered... Somehow, Rainbow Six is still a thing as well, and that game's probably this is probably the best Rainbow Six has ever been. Yeah, I think so. Maybe Ghost Recon's on that same rise. Could be. It I seems don't know. to have a following. They're so. revealing it May 9th. Oh, and the other thing in video game world, Call of Duty. I assume it'll be Modern Warfare Four. Has been played by some professional football players, rookies that got drafted. Um, they haven't revealed the title, but what they... a weird way to yeah, like, announce I'd... that a project is in existence. <laughs> no idea. It's super weird to me, too. But apparently on the sales call... Influencers. Right. On the sales call, they said it'll be revealed before um, June 30th. And then okay. today it was announced they will be in the Grand Hall at E3 on June 11th. So no we're, we're going to get the new Call of Duty uh, probably between June 11th and June 13th. Sweet. I'm guessing it's Modern Warfare 4. 4 yeah whatever i wonder you know that raises this year is it this year this is infinity ward okay i i wonder so the question this raises for me though they're putting campaign back in it there will be um there will be no zombies but does blackout stay or whatever they call it yeah i it'll be interesting because now it's in the games and people are going to want it Call of Duty as a platform is such a conundrum, and it's so hard when you have three studios working on different projects that release annually. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you, I don't know how you unify those into a single platform. I don't know if you can, and maybe they just won't even try. Um, it seems like the most consumer friendly way of doing it, but and they're a business and not always consumer friendly. So. Right. I just wonder because if they don't put a like a battle royale mode in it do they make blackout free or make it 10 or 15 bucks or what they're gonna they're gonna have to do something because people love blackout right people love battle royales that is the thing that is this generation's thing yep so it's 
it's got to be there in some, some form manner. or fashion. Yeah. But we can get into other stuff. All right, let's talk about these. Uh... Well, Luke said there's an It Chapter 2 trailer on Thursday. Ooh, well, that's news. Yes. That's very exciting, actually. Sweet. Guess who might watch It this week now? This guy. Oh, both of us. Yeah. Why not? I love that movie. Um, We had a couple trailers drop this week. We did. That we want to talk about. The first one, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, yeah. So this trailer... So first off, super interesting. There was the poster that came out like a month ago that, that everybody hated. Everyone hated. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if everyone forgot about it, but then the the trailer came out and everyone still hated, hated that. It. <laughs> yeah. They hate his design and they hate that he has teeth. Um, um the teeth didn't bother me. Do they bother you? I'm not a I'm not enough of a right fan to of his design to care about Sonic's teeth. Yeah, that's. Um, I could not believe people were that upset about it. Granted, it kind of looks creepy, but he's an animal. He's I have, have teeth. I have more of an issue with how much liberty they took on his body like him design. Not, right. Like, I get that they were going for a more humanoid, less like skinny stick figure with right. like big head and slender body. Yeah. Um. But it did. It just seemed a little like. Yeah, there's the source material, but we really don't want to be, we don't want to pay homage to it at all. Like, yeah, it, it's interesting because Sonic's. A, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but Sonic's a really cool looking character. I would agree. No, I would agree. His design is he's, awesome. He's super unique. Yeah, and when you have something like that, it's hard to take liberties without pissing people off. Right. Like, I'm not a huge Sonic fan, but I could tell you his design's not the best mm-hmm. um but before we go too much into his design i just want to talk about the trailer as a whole yeah let's talk um, yeah, because i think that has the conversation about the trailer has been so overshadowed by his design by his design i that there is actually a movie that goes with that there and, is there <laughs> is and the cast for the movie pretty good yeah good i'm kind of shocked with who they have i the guy voicing sonic i think sounds good mm-hmm. i'm okay with it yep I thought, um yep other than that, I, I will go see this. Let me get that out of the way. I will go see it because we're going to talk about it on this podcast. I know we are. It's going to oh, have a yeah. horrible score, and it's going to make me <laughs> super excited to see it, kind of like Hellboy. But I, the trailer's fine. It's fine. It's going to be a bad movie that might have moments of entertainment, much like Game of Thrones this season. Whoa. So it, I, I think... It, it won't be as good as Game of Thrones <laughs> before I start a riot. But, like, it it just doesn't look great. It reminds me of... Does anybody remember the Yogi the Bear live-action movie they did with Tom Cavanaugh? Anybody? Yeah, unfortunately. If, okay. I feel like Sonic's going to end up like that. Like, yeah. it's going to happen. And then five years from now, we'll forget it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... <laughs> One of the actors from it will show up in something down the line. We'll be like, oh, man, that guy's really good. What else has he done? Somebody will look on IMDb and they'll see the Sonic movie and they'll be like, oh. Oh, he was in that. Um, but I do want to mention, I forgot, even Jim Carrey's in this trailer. Yeah. Um, it looks like Jim, Jim Carrey? Carrey's channeling, like, 90s Jim Carrey. I'm here for that. Like, I'm so excited about it. I'd say more than Sonic. I'm a more excited for Jim Carrey because it looks like Jim Carrey again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like whatever he's been doing these last 
10 years. Yeah. Being creepy and stuff. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the the three big leads, which are Ben Schwartz as Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a regular on Parks and Rec as well as other things. He was Jean Raphael, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim Carrey, obviously. And then James Marston's Really good. He's a good actor. He I, is. He was in like another weird animated movie with an animal, with an animal like a CGI animal. Yeah. I don't know what if that's just. Does he have? Does he have kids that are like ten years old? Probably, maybe. I mean, and he probably takes these kind of movies for that. For reason. that reason, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. He gets all. paid for it, and he makes his kids happy. Sounds yeah. like a win to me. Yep. So no, I think yeah, I think this will probably be a mediocre family comedy. That yeah, we'll do- forget about. <laughs> we'll, yeah, doesn't it makes a splash for one weekend and then just kind of dissipates into nothing. Into nothing. <laughs> However, there is so everyone hates the design. Yeah. So this is the interesting <laughs> the, thing. The, one more thing. This blows my mind. Go ahead. Sorry, I. N- <laughs> no. It. So like. I, was it? Even, it was like two days after. Yeah, the trailer one or came two. Out. Yeah, one or two days after the trailer came out, the director tweeted like, "Thanks for all the support and, and criticism. We like. I should have the tweet up. I don't. We understand. We understand, <laughs> and we're going to fix Sonic in post. Yeah, like, like obviously he's a completely CGI character, anyways. Right. So now they're gonna go and actually like redesign him and re-render him, and that is a ton of. Depending on how much is actually done right now, <laughs> that's a ton of work. That's so much. If they have, when is this movie coming out? I think fall, October nineteenth. Yeah. So they have some time. It just um, it interests me because because. Well, one his hashtag was great. Fix it fast. Yeah, which, fix it. Yeah, it fits. It fits the movie. <laughs> Um, but I just, you know, you know how much time people put into this movie already. And for somebody like, I imagine the lead designers let go and they're going to bring somebody else in or they're going to give them another chance. I don't know. But imagine working so hard on something for the last probably two years. Yeah. I imagine. Or a year and a half only for it to come out and then everybody hate it. And then your boss comes back and he's like, you got to change it completely. You got to fix it. Yeah. Like, that's so hard. And you only have, hello, Anthem. You only have, like, six <laughs> months to do it. Like, I just, that sucks. But it's amazing that they're going to try to do it. I, and if anything, I'm going to support it for that reason. Yeah. My, my like, one who knows will never know prayer is that the people who are going to be working extra long hours to, to redo this, to do all this work, get paid like get properly paid i hope this wasn't just like a bid thing where a company came in and said you can pay us this much to do it Mm -hmm. and then now they're stuck with redoing it i hope that's not the case it's so crazy man um so crazy who knows um oftentimes different aspects of things will go to different um different 3d shops yeah um like you know a guy who does that kind of yeah stuff. there's a guy yeah. in wichita there's a, a small company in wichita who just do like if there's Scenes. a computer screen on on the screen on the screen if there's a if there's a computer in the screen 
they make the graphics for that screen. They don't actually have those graphics going up when you're filming. It's just it's a green or a blue blot box or whatever, and then they'll put that in. So that's just doing one aspect of the scene, and then you have, if you have extra extra effects, another company's doing that. If mm-hmm. you have, and then you have to have a editor come in and color and all that stuff. It's very complicated, and I feel bad because some like post production on this movie just stopped yep. immediately, and they're probably gonna like they probably have like a two week break <laughs> while they get things like figured out. They get their their vision board put together right (laughs) and uh and then they'll be back at work and instead of instead of being done in like july they're going to be done in august or september august or september but you know it's going to be really difficult for them but at the same time we've seen movies do reshoots and 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 turn out okay be fine so maybe you know maybe this is for the best maybe they fix it and it it works out and it turns out to be not as bad and they kick off the super smash universe after detective pikachu (laughs) who knows just saying the idea is out there it's being floated i'd be interested i guess (laughs) yes luke we do have a new awful movie to look forward to i don't know it'll be interesting to see i'm excited to see something like this happen yeah i i am super curious i'm gonna watch it probably opening night because of this I just think this is insane. I just like imagine the crunch. Like the crunch is gonna be insane. It's gonna be like a video game. Oh, uh, good luck, Sonic people. Good luck. And if you're a Sonic fan out there, I'm sorry that that happened, and he looked that bad. Maybe he'll be fixed. Sonic Mania is a good game if you want your Sonic fix, though. Um, there was another trailer that actually just dropped today. Like this morning. This morning. Um. I will preface this with there will be some Avengers Endgame spoilers because we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll throw up our little spoiler spoiler plate just, just so just people so are people aware. Just so people are looking. Um, what did you think about this trailer, Tyler? I actually really like it. I think it looks really good. I Let me say, I love Spider-Man. Like, absolutely love Spider-Man. Probably my favorite Marvel character. Um, and I like Tom Holland a lot as mm-hmm. Spider-Man. I think he does a great job. It looks like, I mean, the tagline for it is step up, right? Right. And this trailer makes me feel like he's going to come into his own as Spider-Man. Like he's going to be Spider-Man. I hate that he always needs help I feel, at the moment. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like that. But I also think spoilers for Captain Marvel Judging in the trailer, Mysterio is a good guy and he's gonna help Spider Man. I think that is the opposite of what they did with Captain Marvel, right? I think he'll actually be the villain. Um, he's the villain acting like a good guy, right? Whereas in Captain Marvel, it was like the bad guys or the good guys were actually painted as the villains by mm. by another marketing. shady bad guy, yeah. <laughs> so, so, and to give some context to that. For those who don't know, Mysterio is a guy who's a stuntman who uses special effects to mess with people and make it look like he's doing magic, which it looks like he's doing a ton of magic in the trailers. I'm going to say, um, it, seem, it seems real. I don't know how you fake it in, in how the, context, the movie yeah. has presented it. We'll see. <laughs> right. But I could totally see him making himself look like a hero 
to get on the good side of Spider-Man to turn out to not be if a good the, guy. Uh, if the multiverse theory is true, which is definitely hinted at in this yes. in this trailer, I mean, it's it's stated, again, how reliable is our source, we, we don't, don't really know. know. Um, but it could be the case where he is a villain in his world, mm-hmm. and he sees an opportunity to be a hero, and, you know, in his own twisted way he thinks he's you know maybe he's setting these things up so that he can be a hero right yeah and that would be interesting i think that'd be a really cool storytelling technique but then it would kind of make you sympathize with the bad guy oh i love sympathizing with my bad guys i do sometimes it depends on who they are (laughs) but sometimes i think it makes a usually it makes a more interesting villain in my opinion yeah no that's fair I like, I mean, in these movies, I think it makes it better. Yep. Um, but, like, if it's a rated R movie with a villain, I don't think it does. Right. Anyways, there's other things to address in the trailer. The there suits. Are. All the suits are really cool. Suits look great. I really like them. I wish they would stop using the iron, their iron spider suit, though. Because I think that's the worst looking suit. It looks better in this trailer, though, than it has in past trailers. My guess is that this is probably the last time we'll see that suit. Good. Um... My kind of theory, and this goes as kind of like an overarching, like Campbell's uh, hero's journey story thing. Um, We, like, this is probably Peter's, like, true, like, it's called Far From Home. He's literally, you know, on his hero journey Mm -hmm. out of his, you know, his home, his His neighborhood. His neighborhood. so my guess is this in this movie is where we get him becoming Spider-Man, Spider-Man mm-hmm. without the help of Others. Tony or Shield or anyone else. Well, he's going to be betrayed. And then right, and then at the end we get the setup to who is this ver- like who is the penultimate version of this Spider-Man. Right. And then we'll see that in the third one. Right. Um Quick shout-outs. Happy is great in this trailer. Yep. I'm really excited to see him. I'm really excited to see all the kids again as well. Yeah. Um, I really like the group of kids they have in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. The really interesting thing is MJ knows who Peter is. Yep. That I was like, oh, all right. Yep, we're doing that. I, I don't know. I, I think that would have been a cool little twist to have in the movie. Oh, sure, sure. Versus as a, as a showing it now. My but guess then, is it probably happens pretty quick in the movie. Yeah, probably. She figures it out the minute they get there, I'm yeah. sure. Um, Luke asked a question, and before you read it, well, actually, Luke asks, with the time jumps from Endgame and the snaps, could we get a Peter and Miles team up eventually? Um, with the introduction of what could be a multiverse, absolutely, because Miles is from a different universe. Um, if they don't want to use multiverse stuff, I mean, he could just show up. He'll be older. Yeah, I think that... So the cynical side of me says that Sony has two properties that do really well, are doing really well right now in the Spider-Man universe. One is Spider-Verse, and that is Miles' story and Don't blend and them. Spider-Man. And you don't blend those until you've gotten at least two or three. You've kind of milked them yeah. dry, and then you're like, hey, team up. Like, yeah. You can you can bring Miles in, and not that it's that Miles from that universe, but but you bring Miles in as a like refresher refresher for the series, right? Um, you guys know how I feel about Miles. 
I think he's better than Peter Parker. Miles so is dope. I'm, I, I love I'm him. super in on bringing Miles in, and I'm super in for the Prowler in live action. Yeah. Because I think his design is just so cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I think in the future, yeah, absolutely. I think Miles shows up. Yeah. They, I, Luke I mentioned think we get that more they, he, they introduced his uncle. Yep. That is, that is accurate. I don't Donald know, Glover. again, I, how much of that was just a cameo and how much of that was set up. Right. Yeah. If they can get <laughs> Donald Glover to play the villain, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. That dude's good at everything he does. Yeah. Um, but but I, I thought this trailer was really fun. Mm-hmm. It, it moved. It showed me different loca- you know, lots of different locations. It's it was a little bit of like a, after not seeing anything in for Endgame in trailers. Like really, they didn't show us hardly anything. They showed a lot. They it felt like a lot, but I was like, oh okay, like yeah, that's right. This is what modern Tra- movie trailers this are. Is what, yeah, these are what this trailers is like an actual proper preview of the movie, um, with a little less plot. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I think. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really good, actually. Um, I thought it was cool they put a spoiler tag in front of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I've never seen a trailer do that. <laughs> and honestly, we've never had a universe be able to do that. Right. Until now. But uh, but no, I'm really excited. I can't wait to see Tom Holland play Peter Parker again. I think he's incredible. Yep. Um, and that whole cast is really good. July 2 cannot get here soon enough because nope. we get Spider-Man, then we get Stranger Things. <sighs> so excited. <laughs> so excited. It's going to be a good summer. It is. This summer's going to be great. Um, The last thing, I'm going to take down the spoilers tag now. Okay. Uh, the last thing we're going to talk about is Game of Thrones. So this is going to be our spoiler-free impressions. Uh, right after our episode tonight, we will start another stream where we'll talk about Game of Thrones. At length with spoilers. At length. All the spoilers. All of our, what we loved and what we hated and what is happening. Um, so we had Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 4, uh, entitled The Last of the Starks, which we, we can't figure out why. I don't understand that title, but <laughs> whatever. Here we are. Um, you want to you wanna start us off? You want me to? You can kick it off. Okay. I think your opinion's a little different than mine. Not um, much, though. So I have a long thing written here. Go for it. Oh. When you write things, it's always really good. Oh, thanks. Um, I feel like season eight, and this, okay, this is going to talk about all of season eight so far, but trust me, it wraps up back <laughs> with season four, or episode four. Uh, I feel like season eight of Game of Thrones has lost all sense of pacing in favor of cool cinematic moments, and I those are in quotes, air quotes. This isn't a direct, like, action versus non-action equation equation with, like, the idea of pacing. Like, we had two episodes of, like, nothing, and then, like, big episode of battle, and then another episode of, like, whatever. Um, But it's so much more about setup and expectations. Each episode seems to contradict the setups that previous episodes give us. Uh, This season is a sprint through all these different storylines, dropping most of the fantasy elements out of the show and just getting characters out of the way, getting them to certain places. It has weird moments of fan service that I think are sweet at first when you see them, but leave ultimately a sour taste in my mouth. Um, and episode four, I think just encapsulates, encapsulates all of that. 
Like it has all of it. It has all of those things that I like. It has cool moments, yes, but it's so like. Here's a fan service moment. Here's like a bunch of setup thing that we aren't going to pay off later down mm-hmm. the episode, and it's just it's. It was frustrating. That said, there were a couple moments in this in this episode that I really liked. Go ahead, Tyler. You may talk. So I'm going to start by saying I agree with everything you just said. Wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the episode had its moments that are good. And moments is a good word, I think, to, um, to describe Game of Thrones this season. I feel bad because I didn't watch five through this season eight. Five through seven, mm, I just did yeah. like a recap on that, and then I've now watched this. So I have not invested the time that others have. Um, but what I can say from what I've watched is I feel like the show has become such a moment-to-moment thing where they try to distract you with big fireworks, as what I'll call them, mm-hmm. um, to make you forget about all the little stuff that's so lackluster in the show. I think they've lost their sense of identity um, kind of like you said, they've gone away from a lot of the fantasy stuff that once made the show so good. Um, and I think they've lost a lot of like what those characters and who those characters so, were. Yeah. Um, mostly Daenerys has become something totally different <laughs> in like a weird way. In a really weird way. And I, I don't know. I mean, I assume I know why they're doing it, but I don't know, obviously, until the end of the season. Um, but honestly, like season eight has kind of been underwhelming. And I don't know if it's so much that the show's just not as good as it is everything before it was so good. Sure. You know, like it doesn't benefit from being so good up until this point. Yeah. Holding out for two years, coming back and kind of being underwhelming. Like, right. That doesn't help. Yeah. They, I don't. It's hard for me to say that this. Sh- like would have been my honest opinion is I think seasons seven and eight both needed 10 episodes Mm -hmm. and they needed to not be afraid to wrap certain things up sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Right. I think certain characters we had this real, they, I think they had this really cool idea where everyone was going to like come together and then die. Well, (laughs) Or not die, as of last week. Oh. But, like, all... The, the problem is you have 10... I mean, look at our Deadpool sheet, right? We've got, like, 20 characters on there. <laughs> like, five or six and have died. Like, five or five have died halfway through, a little over halfway through this season, five or six. Um, and then, like, this episode, they just... I'm trying not to spoil anything. Yeah. But they like they That's... end a few others in really unsatisfying ways. Agreed. Um, and the and the character development has gone from it's no longer character development. I think the characters are where they where they are at where they're at now is where they're going to be at the end of the show, except for maybe like Danny. Um, I feel like they're really pushing her in a certain direction very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's simply because they don't have the the time, the time <laughs> to give all of these characters the the proper development they need. So they just need to they need to say, "Hey, we know that so and so really likes Brienne. Um, a certain a large 
portion of the population really likes Brienne. And we want to kind of like Keep make sure around. she's relevant and give her some cool moments. But then that doesn't leave any room for John and Danny to have any connection. And they already have bad chemistry. Yep. So like not giving them more screen time isn't helping the situation. Agreed. Yeah, I just I think to put it frankly and we started on the episode and it's become the season, but um it just all feels so rushed. Yeah. It, it feels like they know they're out of time. Mhm. Um we've had two episodes that come to 3 hours in time and really you probably only needed to watch 34 30 or 40 minutes of it. I was going to say previous seasons are so much better paced and yeah. they only and they only had an hour of mm-hmm. screen time and like this last episode was an hour and 18 minutes and you could have cut 30 minutes of that easy oh yeah and i it just boggles my mind that i'm way more interested in this show when they have secondary characters on screen mm-hmm. for 15 minutes than i am the 5 minutes of their like protagonist characters like their heroes i don't i just it just seems like a mix of bad writing and rush storytelling yeah i think now that george is not in really in the picture with the show anymore i think you can tell with how flat these characters have become and how the how the show has now now this show feels like everything else yeah there it doesn't feel unique to me anymore no um i hate saying that because i like i said i didn't watch five through seven but but that's how it feels it just it doesn't feel i feel like i'm watching every other show i've ever watched yeah luke Luke made a a comment in here he said it's a show that was built on shock value and it's shifted to fan service um i would i would agree for the most part, I feel like, especially like with this episode, they were still trying for that shock value. It just doesn't work. Um, but that is the problem. When you have too much shock value, you become immune to it. Mm-hmm. You're callous to it. And I don't know if that, if we'll see how the last two episodes play out, but I feel like maybe that what they had realized was we kind of built it this way and to subvert expectations we have to go maybe like in season six and seven maybe we we do play into this more like high fantasy genre like thing where like your heroes do always survive and do win um and you have that hope and then maybe in this i mean in this season they've certainly in episode three episodes Episode two, which was my probably my favorite episode yeah, of the season, I agree. really like was setting up that we are saying goodbye to a ton of these people, mm-hmm. and then you don't get that, right? <laughs> right, you get like one or two little like side characters here and there, but that idea of like, oh my my favorite character isn't safe anymore. Yeah, I don't feel that anymore. Right, my char- characters are all safe as yeah. far as I like. And I think maybe what they're doing is, like, the last couple episodes, they'll be like, aha, no, look, no one's safe again. But I don't feel like they've earned that. Not now, no. Absolutely not. And especially not. after this episode, which was kind of, again, without, without trying to spoil it. It's hard anything, to talk about it without spoiling it. it. It is another one of those. It's like episode two, mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And, like, we just did this. 
Right. And now we we're just doing said it again. goodbye to all these characters, and now you're saying we have to do that again. Why would? Why do I care this time when they all survived last time? <laughs> you can't dangle that carrot out in front of me for three episodes. That's all they're doing. Yeah, I think they've they've undercut what made their show so great. Yeah, and that is like you just said, um, you never felt like anyone was safe, but now that is the word. Plot armor. Plot armor. Every character that is important has it now. Yep. And I just, I don't know. I'm going to stick it. We're going to ride it out. Like I, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. I'm still excited to watch it every week because I always think that they're going to get back to what made it so good. Right. Um, it's kind of it's, it's kind of like watching sports. Like No matter how bad your favorite team is, you're going to root for them. And yeah. you, want it to do, to, you want them to do well. That's kind of how Game of Thrones is. Like No matter how bad every episode has been prior... You, you still yeah. hope they're going to find that magic and they're going to have a good Sunday. Somehow they're still making it to the playoffs. Right. They're still going <laughs> to get you there, hopefully. Yeah. And so that's kind of where I'm at with Game of Thrones. I would um, agree. I, I yeah. really do hope that they can stick these final two episodes and um, please a lot of fans. Because despite how you feel about season eight, Game of Thrones is a very good show. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And has been. And it, it it's something that we'll likely never see again like this this is insane yeah um and for the last season of it to suck kind of it kind of hurts kind of hurts but i i do think the show is very good mm-hmm. i i do hope they stick the landing and i hope a lot of people time, are, are happy see. about it um stick around after this show we will be talking even more Oh, don't worry, JT. JT, we're getting we're, we're just to get ready to have, introduce that. We're, we're going to Fanbox, and then we're going to spoil the crap out of Game of Thrones in our <laughs> next video. It will be live. It's going to happen in like ten minutes. So, because we don't, we'll bust through our Fanbox questions here. Oh, Fanbox. <laughs> we have a we have a button for that. I have to click that button. Okay. Um, Fanbox questions uh, from <laughs> at Game Lord Master. This uh, is great. We didn't talk about this, but which one? The coffee. The coffee. The coffee cup. Did you did you not see the coffee cup in Game of Thrones episode? Oh no, we didn't talk about the coffee cup. His in question Game of is in part to that. Oh, I, so I have Nick. If you're listening right now, I ha- we I have a separate fan box for our Game of Thrones. Oh, gotcha thing and that particular the coffee cup question is in the next will be in our next okay video. <laughs> i know i'm mixing things up sorry that's okay um so nick linked to an ign tweet earlier this week um on may the 4th lucasfilm unveiled 21 books and comics to get you ready for star wars star wars rise of the skywalker that is that's not, a lot that that worries me <laughs> That really worries me. That's a lot of stuff to have to catch up on. They didn't talk about how necessary it was. I mean, obviously, like, they're not... They want you to read these books, but they also don't want you to, like, not go see the movie if you haven't read the books. Right. So my guess is that it's pretty minimal in terms of, like, what is actually going to change character-wise. But my guess is this is them probably pushing their sales yeah and like (laughs) some of that maybe retconning that they're doing yeah they can probably like tease that in there and try and i don't know i'm not gonna read any of those because 
I just know that the Night That's King and Snoke are best friends. Yeah. <laughs> BFFs. Excuse me. Um, also from at Game Lord Master, I want Brett to convince me to buy Destiny 2 Forsaken in 30 seconds. I don't know if I have a timer. Here, I'll set it on my watch for 30 seconds. Oh, custom. No, custom. 30. Not minutes. 30 minutes. Nick, do I have 30 minutes? Okay. Destiny 2 is probably the tightest gunplay that you're going to uh, have in an FPS. Sorry. It's got great abilities. It's super fun. You are going to get both of the Destiny 2 campaign and uh, Destiny Forsaken, Destiny 2 Forsaken campaign. The Forsaken campaign is like all focused around um, like some really cool encounters um, along with a really great in-game grind that doesn't last terribly long now that you know the game's been out and there's my 30 seconds so hopefully that convinced nick <laughs> i saw luke start commenting and i knew exactly what it was going to be yeah luke luke's never heard of destiny 2 forsaken of course so i've heard a lot of good things about forsaken forsaken's forsaken's really good i i think that destiny's in a a really interesting place it's I'm just not playing as many games right now in general and games that demand that I spend a lot of time on them really frustrate me and Destiny 2 didn't start out being that way but ever since and even Destiny 2 Forsaken didn't start out that way but ever since they unveiled their annual pass they've consistently disappointed me in how much of a grind it is just to unlock content that i paid for so i'd say find destiny 2 forsaken it's probably super cheap somewhere don't buy the annual pass and just enjoy enjoy that like it is a really good game um but i wouldn't grind it any like any more than you need any to. more than you need to play it until you don't have fun with it and then put it down there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Jason Schreier was talking about that on uh, his podcast the other week, talking mm -hmm. about like it's okay to put a game down. Like don't yep. don't feel bad if you get bored with a game and put it down. Granted, you know you spend money on it, but yeah. but it's okay. Like don't feel bad about yourself for doing it. And right. and I can admittedly say like I have felt bad about putting a game down. But the minute you feel like you have to play a game is the minute I think the game loses its steam. When the game becomes yeah. a job, like yep. like you said, when you have to spend so much time on it to keep up, that's when games lose my interest. Yep. Um, which sucks to say because there's plenty of games I really like to play, but I feel like if I don't play them enough, I can't keep going. I think that's my biggest frustration with our new games as service model mm -hmm. that you has really been adopted lot. is that they want you to like. I'm I would much rather, you know, pay. Sixty dollars is, is like pay sixty dollars every four months, four to six months for new experiences in new games mm -hmm. than like this like pay sixty dollars and then for a year just get it trickle fed content from one game. Mm -hmm. Like I know that that not everyone can afford to do sixty dollars every four months. Like right, that's fine. Um, but you have services now like Xbox Game Pass, which is ten bucks a month, and you get access to literally hundreds of games all of xbox's first party stuff 
if if money is an issue, do that. Yeah, saves you a lot. It saves you a lot of money, and you have access to a <laughs> ton of things you can experiment with. Yep. So, Leroy Kelly, what's up? What's up, man? Welcome to. I know we're already at the end of the show. <laughs> we're only an hour in. And we're already at the end. Um, at EXM asks, what is your favorite fan theory from any show or movie? Mine is the Clegane Bowl. Can't wait for this in episode five. If you're not familiar, the Clegane Bowl is a fan theory that's going around for Game of Thrones that the Hound uh, and the Mountain, who are brothers, both with the last name of Clegane, will fight in the Mountain, or the Hound will kill the Mountain. That is the fan theory. We'll see if that's right. I love that, um, and I hope it happens. Um, I don't know. My favorite fan theory? There were a bunch of good There's ones so many good for ones. Lost back in the day. I've never watched Lost. Um, oh, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I just thought the fan theories were interesting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that one. Jeez, um, that's tough. Man, I might have to like take some time and think about that. That might one. be one we, we come back to next week. Maybe we write it down. That's our homework. I would say my find. favorite fan theory for uh, Game of Thrones, though, is just so your answer doesn't, or your question doesn't feel like it wasn't answered. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that Bran was the Night King. Yeah. I thought I thought that was a really cool theory. Um, and also that the Night King was a Targaryen, I've always thought was really interesting. Uh, um, but I think it would have been cool. It would have been a cool uh, like flip mm-hmm. with Bran this whole time saying like no we got to kill the guy turns out it's actually him and he's just he knows the inner workings of winterfell he knows everything he needs to know to take them out i thought that would have been really cool yeah but yep that's not gonna that, happen that didn't, that's not gonna happen uh i'd say uh, and just to stick on game of thrones uh mine was definitely the one where bran uh, wargs in like wild green seeing in the past wargs into uh, the Mad King mm. and and basically kicks off not the whole thing but kicks off like a significant portion of 60 years of terrible <laughs> war and death <laughs> it's possible it's still and that is still a possible one although again I think with how they've been treating the plot thread the loose ends f- the fantasy aspect of game of thrones i'm not convinced that we'll get to see that yeah so um jt asks a question and this is probably will be in game spoilers yeah we're not talking about in game but his question is where does the mc mcu go from here meaning after in game and who is the next big bad for the franchise? So if you, I we're probably not going to say anything that directly spoils in game, except that th- there's a new big bad that's going to come. The world exists after in game. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you've seen the Spider-Man trailer, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I think with the acquisition of Fox, I think the mm-hmm. most logical choice for a big bad is Galactus. Yeah. Um, the dude just eats worlds to sustain his life source and the Avengers could team up to try and take him down. I think it works. Um, I also think that maybe the next big bat has already been introduced and that's Adam Warlock. Yep. And guardians of the galaxy two. I think that's a possibility. 
um, and they could have him help. Eventually, he'll be the big bad, like the minor big bad, but then he'll turn to help them fight Galactus because it'll be revealed 16 movies from now that Galactus is actually out there and we need to prevent him from eating Earth, and Adam Warlock will help. Who knows? Where do they go from here? I assume we're going to get super cosmic. We're yeah. going to get very spacey and multiversity kind of stuff going on. With with the inevitable bringing in of, uh, you know, like the X-Men and Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four. You're going you're gonna to see that, I think. I would agree. You, you have the... the that yeah. third one is another... Doctor, Huge yeah. candidate. Yeah, Doctor Doom would, would be a fantastic candidate, I think. Um, especially if you're going to introduce... I mean, I don't know if he's, if he's treated more as like an Ultron, where he gets... You know, maybe he's in a few X-Men movies, and then kind of a Avengers X-Men tie-in. I don't... Again, who knows how they're actually going to, like, structure this going forward i well see i think so gosh this is so freaking hard um so i i i think i think sorry leroy you defeat galactus with adam warlock because he should have been there to help defeat thanos <laughs> that's besides the point um <clears throat> i think if the multiverse is where they're going mm-hmm. as hinted at in the spider-man trailer sorry um I think that's how they introduce the X-Men. I think it's the easiest way. Oh, yeah. And I think that's how you introduce Fantastic Four, and you don't have to explain it at length. You just yeah. say they're from another universe. That's why the mutants have been unheard of until now. It works. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Lepke, that is a great question. I assume Silver Surfer will show up. I think so. They'll find a way to make it work. I think, uh, yeah, I would imagine the Sil- Silver Surfer will be back. But the MCU going forward will be interesting. I, I'm super curious to see um, what happens. You know, this is like phase 17. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. I mean. It's a good opportunity for them to. Make it feel fresh a, again. It's not a clean slate, but like you've just, you, you're at your favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. And. You get the appetizer you know you like, but your meal is totally new and fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm super pumped. Yeah, I, I think it has an opportunity to feel fresh again. Yep. Perfect. Yep. It's our next question. It's dude. a great one, JT. Um, so, Ian, at pronounced Ian, what were the biggest hyped properties by big-name directors that flopped in your mind? I was going to say, is that like an in-our-opinion kind of thing? I mean, you could look at like statistically um true that's tough um i don't know if by a big name director but a big property that flopped was power rangers Mm -hmm. um people love power rangers that movie came out and it flopped um fantastic four flopped Um, i'm gonna go a little older um i'm gonna go back to the 80s i want to say I don't know. It's before I was born, showing my age. Wait, wait. I'm the old one. No, you are the old one. You're <laughs> super old. Super old. Um, I'm gonna say AI, which was a Stanley Kubrick film that got finished by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> like, Jeez. Kubrick Spielberg. That movie should have been 
amazing, mm-hmm. but it was not. Interesting. Mostly because the, they are two very different directors. Oh yeah, and in more ways than one. Yeah. So that was that's probably the biggest one. What's I can one? think of. I don't. That wasn't a hyped property, but that was a big name director. Does Willow count? Willow. We talked about Willow. Yeah. Yeah, I guess probably at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that would have been how. Uh, what else had Howard done at that point? Probably not a lot, but he had George Lucas's attached. Yeah, which made it which a popular theory. Popular, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know if again not a big name director, but a big franchise would have been the Fantastic Four reboot. Yeah, Fan Four Stick. Yeah. Yikes! Luke and I went and saw that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we won't talk about it. Who directed uh, Apocalypse? X Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, was it Singer? That's probably another candidate by a fairly big name director and a big yeah and a big um, franchise movie that did not do well. Do well. Yeah. Luke. It's... Luke says uh, Tomorrowland. Ooh. That's yeah. yep. Big name director, lots of hype. Disney, that was, yeah, that that's flopped. A good, that's a good one. Another Disney one. Uh, Wrinkle in Time. Yep, Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. And another Disney one that coming this year, my predicted big Disney flop for this year is uh, is Artemis Fowl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I cannot believe that's a thing. And Dumbo did not do well either. No, it did not. That said... <sighs> You know what? Justice League? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I think we have to say that one, I, right? <laughs> Justice League. Justice League. Yep. That's, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, you could throw out Solo in that mix as yeah. well. Um, yep. Dang, that's crazy. There's actually a lot more than you'd think. Yeah. And again, like, not that just because they flop doesn't mean you can't enjoy these oh yeah movies absolutely if if you hear me hating on x-men apocalypse and you're like that's my favorite x-men movie first off just watch more x-men movies (laughs) secondly (laughs) (laughs) also true aragon definitely aragon well yeah that was i actually okay uh not a big name director at the time. But a huge property. But a big property. And also not a film property. That was the first entry into the film. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Steven Fengmeyer, who d- directed that, he's a visual effects guy beforehand. Mm-hmm. He is actually one of the visual effects leads on Game of Thrones, f- working with the dragons. Interesting. So, like, good Good honestly, for him. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see him still working. Yeah. Um, he has not directed anything since then. I wonder why. I... I don't want. I know why, <laughs> but if I he's found his niche, he went yeah. back to it, and I think and the dragons have looked amazing in Game of Thrones so far. Agreed, they look so, pretty good. Um, is that it? My for? Spy. I don't know. Battle Hub is My Spy a movie coming out? I'm googling it right now. Google, Google. Oh, the Dave Bautista movie. Oh, yeah. That movie's going to bomb so hard. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That movie's going to bomb so incredibly hard. I 
Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Leroy, I like your question. I'm going to wait for Brett to read it, though. Um, Leroy asks, Michael B. Jordan is the new soups? And by soups, I assume you mean Superman. Give me Earth 2 Superman. I'd be what fine with it. What do y'all think? Uh, yeah, I'd be down. I'd, I would like it. I mean, if, if Henry Cavill is in fact done and we want to go a different direction, I'm totally fine with Michael B. Jordan taking mm-hmm. over the mantle. I, I'm fine. Luke was literally takes the words out of my mouth. I'm fine with Michael <laughs> B. Jordan as anything. Yeah. Literally anything. Michael B. Jordan is Tim Drake. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who he is. Make him Ted Cord. Make him whoever you want. I'm fine with Michael B. Jordan playing anything. That dude... Here's what I appreciate, appreciate about Michael B. Jordan. He never sells himself short. He goes for it in everything he's in. And I love that. Also love that he lives at home with his parents and he's a huge anime fan. And I think that is incredible <laughs> that people like that exist. Michael B. Jordan's amazing. Sorry. I love that dude. He's great. I agree. Um, that was it for our fan box. However, we are not done tonight. No, we are not. We have got to review Game of Thrones. Um, it's full spoilers. We're going to do that in a, on a separate stream here in about five or ten minutes so don't go anywhere if you're listening to this um on the podcast you know what it's just gonna be the next one so <laughs> just keep listening and like, it'll go right one. to it uh thank you guys for joining us this week lucky that's true <laughs> um you can check us out on twitter and instagram at what the fanboy follow us um everywhere everywhere <laughs> uh you can watch video the video versions of the podcast uh trailer reactions special other reviews, um, inter-movie commentaries yeah. um, at What the Fanboy on YouTube or just search that search What the Fanboy in your favorite podcast app. So, That's right. Until next time. See ya. See ya.